Welcome to I'm Sick of This Place. Uh, my name's Chad. I just uh, coming back from a month-long break. Sometimes it's best to take one, especially when you have things to take care of. Um, things still need to be taken care of, but it was a lot at once. And I'm back. So, let's begin. You are about to embark upon a fascinating adventure into well-being. A journey which will leave you with a lifetime method for gaining unequaled health of body and mind and the sense of a new life. The host does not necessarily agree with the opinions and beliefs expressed in the following text. Any and or all statements regarding truth, reality, God, etc. should be viewed as narrative contrived by the artist for entertainment purposes only. The host hereby disavows his own personal responsibility for any paranormal activity related to the listening of this episode. The listener listens at his own risk and will hopefully have a safe yet fun and expansive trip. The characters in this episode are very real and reside inside a space-time continuum known as the host's head. The host solemnly guarantees that you will love them in addition to assurance that the preceding statement was a lie. Oh, and by the way, you're in for some weird shit. I'm not sure how uh, some people are, but I have a niche, I guess, um, best way to say it, um, interests or niche um, things that I'm into. Uh, I don't know how many people remember the show called Home Movies. It was a animated cartoon. Started in the like ninety nine, nineteen ninety eight, something like that, and then on a <clears throat> a now defunct channel, and then it went on to Adult Swim, where it got four seasons, and it was a precursor to Bob's Burgers. the The creator of that, Bob's, the creator of Bob's Burgers, co created Home Movies, and the creator of Metalocalypse co-created home movies, so there's a lot of interlapping between like music and sort of the same humor. It's uh, fantastic. Anyways, so I have one of those shirts, and I like to obviously I like to wear it out. I mean, I'm gonna be wearing a shirt when I go out. You know, no shirt, no shoes, no service. So I want to get some service. And this is when I was still going to physical therapy. I'm not anymore, and uh. One of the instructors, I guess. I don't know what you would call them. Um, asked me, you know, hey, that looks familiar. What is it? And I told him. And then I'm walking into Best Buy to get Little Nightmares 2. And the guy at the door, um, the security or, you know, uh, asset protection, as they call it. He said, hey, man, stop. Hey, where'd you get that shirt? And I turn around. And you know, obviously he's talking to me, and I'm like, oh, you know, I, I got it quite some time ago, a few years ago from Redbubble. He's like, you were like the first person I've ever seen that has a home movie shirt. He's like, I love that show. I, I quote it all the time here, and nobody gets it. So, you know, we make a little small, you know, minute conversation. I get my shit when I'm leaving. I go, hey, man, a compliment will get you far, even though it is a lie. Your your skin is soft as <laughs> buttermilk. Now help me paint my thighs, <laughs> which is a line from the show, and uh, so that was nice. A little weird uh, synchronicity, cause like I left the house thinking, you know, uh, well I was gonna wear a different shirt, and then I, for some reason I sort of gravitated toward it. 
um, growing up, um, you know, a lot of cartoons or um, live action kids programmings, you know, like Power Rangers, you know, the black guy had to be the black ranger. For some reason, you know, they always had a, a, a racial character, most of the time black. And it always seemed like it obviously it was always a friend, right? And uh for some reason they always got with the other black person in the show or you know, they introduced a black person for whatever other race, same race, whatever. There wasn't a lot of interracial relationships that I remember. And in that reason I think Jimmy Neutron broke a lot of grounds. Because if you remember there was a, a romance between I think her name was Libby and Sheen. If you can hear that, that's uh, my cat, Skinny. And uh, I think Jimmy Neutron broke a lot of grounds. I don't remember seeing it really before that. And uh, for that, I have to applaud the creators of that for being out of the norm and trying to show real life, I guess I should say, just like how people want to get upset nowadays when there's uh, interracial, you know, couples on commercials or whatever, or anybody not white, you're like, it's like, why are you mad? These these people exist. They're not imaginary. I'm sure you've seen them unless you're from a small southern hick town. And then, yeah, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I just, I just, I just, you know, I like to watch cartoons and for some reason, Jimmy Neutron isn't one that I'm very nostalgic about it. Like I tried to rewatch it and it doesn't really strike me anymore. Like it, it doesn't grab me like, uh, let's say, um, what, what was out at that time? SpongeBob, of course, everybody loves SpongeBob. Um, Chalk Zone, eh. Cat dog, pretty good. I remember playing the, the a, a game. I'm really nostalgic for this computer game. I love Angry Beavers. Uh, let's see. Um, I guess let me get into some more of the magical spiritual mumbo jumbo that I've been doing. Um, I try I try to do uh, still trying to do stuff at work, right? And I tried to do the lesser banishing ritual of the pentagram in the bathroom stall. That was fucking difficult, you know? Because not only do you have the noises of the shop going on, you have noises of people shitting and pissing and flushing of the toilets and the most I could ever get. And uh, and I wasn't being loud, obviously. Um, I was. I would, I would do everything and say it in my head, which, I mean, I don't know, you know... You know um, Damien Eccles said, you know, a lot of the stuff he would say in his mind when he was in prison or jail, whatever it was, um, not to draw attention. Um, so, you know, I try to do the, I draw the pentagrams. And I think the furthest I got was like the second um, vibration uh, or the second um, pentagram. And it was just too much going on. I couldn't concentrate. A lot of my stuff has been lacking as far as visualization skills, so I am now going back to um, meditating more. I re, re um re gonna reread 
um, Libra 4 by Crowley, that's like 800 pages, so that's going to take a long time. Well, I'm just going to hop around, you know. I'm not going to read about the cup and the chalice because I don't, I, I don't got that. I, I Maybe maybe when it's time to invest in a cup, in a fucking this and a that and a boop, 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 then I will because um, those are tools. You should be able to do everything uh, without tools pretty much as far as what I am understand. Tools are just there to help. Like some people are like, do you have to use a dagger for the whatever drawing? And people are like, no, just finger finger gang, rise up, gang, gang. So right now I just I'm like on page twenty and I'm uh back to the meditation part. And uh when I read it originally, this was years ago, and um I assume I'll I'll be able to understand more since I've been somewhat practicing. I wouldn't say I'm a practicer, I'm a dabbler, if you even want to call that. I'm definitely more I'm more than an armchair magician for sure, because those people don't they just read, they don't even try. And I'm trying. Um So that's what I've been doing. I'm trying I'm trying to go back to the basics to get the the foundation good because I think that's the more of my problem right now is I need to I kind of uh I guess pussyfooted around the <laughs> the meditation aspect. I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I know meditation. I've done it before, but I've, I I need to get really good at it. So yesterday, I medit—I set an alarm for 30 minutes meditation, and I had like seven and a half minutes left. It was just I was sitting upright, and my back was starting to hurt, and I was just like, you know, I st- I gotta work, and I don't want to have my back hurting before I gotta go to work because that's not fun. So that's what I'm what I'm doing is I'm going back to the basics. But I I'm still gonna do um middle pillar and quadrilateral cross. Be, I'm I'm still gonna do it all, but I'm not gonna do it as frequently, which might be bad. Um, I don't know if it'll be that bad, but I feel like I need to get the best. Um, to be the best, you have to get the basics down and back to pooping in toilet <laughs> um what's more scarier than somebody at us trying to open the stall door while you take a shit it's pretty terrifying your butthole clenches up a little bit you know um you you, you know you, you might go occupied or if you're or or um, to, you know, scare them, or if you get scared, you might go, occupied, you know, you never know, some people, a lot of people were like, I say, I say, I say, I say, I say, mm, boy, <laughs> they start doing a foghorn leghorn impersonation, you know, some people would be like, come on in, I don't think really anybody says that, come on, really, because it could be one of them freaks that's like, fuck it, okay, and then they crawl under, you know, they got one of them f- fucking shit fetishes i want to be in the toilet um but what's more scarier than somebody trying to uh open the stall door while you're taking a sh- somebody trying to open a porta potty when you're taking a shit because when you're out in porta potty normally you're out in nature and who knows what the fuck's out there man it could be a, a sasquatch trying to get you could be a bear you know it could be a bunch of squirrels pissed off at you 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 know i don't know about you but sometimes i like to kick kick nuts 
or whatever when I'm walking in nature. And uh, so when you're pooping in a bathroom stall, it literally could, or not a bathroom stall, a porta potty, it could literally be anything out there. Fucking, it could be an alien, could be a Freddy Krueger. It's uh, very, 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 very scary. But most of the time, it's just a pissed off person. And, uh, yeah, I guess the best thing about, like, porta potties is, is if, because, you know, sometimes you forget to flush in a stall, and then somebody goes in there, and uh, you, you, you're like, I don't know about you, but sometimes I'm like, did I flush? Even though it's like, you know, really loud. Um, with with the with the porta potty, there's no that. It's just stinking and plops. You know, it's blue and green in there. It's always fucked up and stinky. So when somebody else comes in there, you you know you don't gotta worry because it's already nasty. It's already fucked up. You know you don't gotta flush. The, the, your biggest concern is I don't want to hit them with the door, and uh, I hope they're not fucking pissed off i hope it's not a bear out there because one time i think it was a truck stop i was at and uh so it was something like that you know, there was a porta potty there was definitely a porta potty and i'm t- trying to take a shit and it and it sounded like a fucking bear <laughs> and it just so happened to be this dude that was trying to rip off the door for his little daughter to take a shit and you know, he, he you know, after I opened it, after being scared and almost fucking flipped over, he go, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know somebody was in there. How do you not know somebody's in there when it's red? You know, it's not like a, it's not like a stall where you can lock it and crawl under. You just can't. What am I going to do? Lock it and fucking unbolt it from the inside or something and then re-screw it and then whatever go about my day? I didn't know somebody was in there. I'm sorry. Well, the door didn't open, bud, so uh, normally when something doesn't open, somebody's in there, but uh, that's just from where I come from. So, uh, I did end up breaking up with my girlfriend, right? And I don't want to get into that, because, you know, I don't want to really badmouth anything or anyone. Every uh, She just wasn't for me. And uh, so, you know, I started talking to somebody new. Nothing's happened. Um, super busy. Um... But one of my plays is, you know, quite often people will say they're re- reading. When, when, when I, uh, here's, here's a little tip for uh, fellas out there. Um, make yourself interesting. Everybody puts, you know, hiking, reading, this, that, and the other, which is great because, you know, but I also think, like, everybody puts it out there, but nobody, re- like, you know, like, out of, Ten people that put it out there, maybe two actually really do it. You know, they they like the idea of it. You know, they might hike once a year, but that 2%, that 20% actually is out there once a week, twice a month, you know, something like that. Uh, when I did it, it, I put my weird shit out. You know, I'm like, hey, you know, I'm fucking spiritual psychonaut. You know, I'm, I'm studying. I, I'm doing breath work. I'm studying... Uh, Kabbalah, hermeticism, you know, shit like that. Like, what the hell? Because one thing is, got to make yourself different from the herd. And I'm not that great of a looker, you know. I'm fucking decent. I'm cute, I guess. Uh, Six, six and a half, seven out of ten, I would say. 
Um, <laughs> but my my play is when uh, somebody says they're a, a, a reader, they like to read. Well, this is how I started talking to this girl. You know, it was on Bumble. So, if for guys that not really good at making the first move, which I'm on Tinder, Bumble, whatever the fuck, um, the women make the first move, which is good for men who don't like to make the first move or whatever and uh so you know i think it was just simple hey and and uh i seen that she liked cage's elephant and i told her you know i seen him in 2019 with beck and then she seen him and then it escalated you know more talking and she said she likes to read so obviously i'm like hey you know what was what was the last book you read or uh, you know what was the 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 last book you read or what was the the best book you've read one one of those random girls which then she briefly told me told me about it or i think i looked it up i think i looked it up and i was like wow i can't believe i didn't hear about that because it was a it's pretty much a um radium girls is about women who were working in a dial painting factory back in the the, the early 1900s in the late teens and 20s and they were painting um batter or not batteries uh watches with um radium laced paint which was radioactive and what they were told was to put they paint then they put the the brush in their mouth to make it a nice point again so they're just slowly ingesting this radium that's radioactive for years and years and years and like they said like calcium calcium goes once it's entered to the body straight to the bones well this radium is like calcium once it goes in it goes straight to the bones and from there it fuses with the bones and just like eats away at it from the inside out pretty much and i was like <clears throat> i can't believe i've never heard about this i i really like um like labor movement stuff, you know, people over corporations. Um, I was like, I'm surprised Howard Zinn never talked about it in one of his books. And then she was like, oh, oh yeah, I just learned about Howard Zinn. I started ba 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 ba. So I was like, I'm well, this book really interests me. So and it does, and it did, and I'm still reading it. You know, it's like 400 pages, I'm like 270 in or something like that. And uh, so I'm like. Well, I'm going to pick it up and oh yeah, you should. And I'm like, okay, so Pixar didn't happen. And that's kind of how I got the phone number and, you know, and to me, that's a way to show that I'm like more interested. Like I'm so interested. I'm interested in enough to actually like buy the book and read it. Cause I was like, so if I buy, it, are you going to test me on it? <laughs> and, uh, so that's, that's my, my, kind of go-to is to if I'm actually interested I'm actually interested and not I'm not talking about just the book but as a person in general if I'm actually interested in you I'm gonna you know show it before we meet up in the sense that I'm like I'm not gonna fuck around like we'd send music and I'd I, you know I'd actually listen to it and tell her blah 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 and uh or I'd send her a, a video of me uh listening to it like i made i'm like i cracked the joke because she's still in uh school you know like yeah after you fucking um 
do this, that, and the other. You know, you're breaking pencils over your head. And she's like, yeah, I actually do. Which I don't know if she does or not, but she's like, yeah, I actually do. So I'm like, okay. So then I play one of her favorite songs, and I'm busting pencils over my head. You know, silly shit like that. Um, so that's kind of my, the moves I do. I make people, I just want to prove to them that, like, A, I'm interested. And we haven't met yet, which is, I mean, she she's busy, and I'm not going to give in to her details. She's a student, and uh, she works. Um, so, yeah, if we meet, you know, great. If we don't, you know, I'll, um, I'll move on. I'm not. But I'm also the type that I'm not I'm gonna invest all my energy into one person because if I'm trying to branch out, you know, things can get a little complicated. And that might not be the best way to put all your eggs in one basket, you know, they say not to, but for me that's what I do just because that's how I feel what's what's I mean, right, even though we're just talking, you know. Nothing's happened. We haven't even gone on a single date. We've talked over the phone multiple times. But anyway, that's enough of that um, relationship stuff. So that's my advice to anyone out there. If you're in the dating game, be yourself, but make it interesting. Make make something stand out because not like another thing. People, they often, people, whatever they, whoever, I'll say whoever they are, they like to say, you know, people like interesting or dangerous stuff um so yeah if you're into i guess a lot of people like a lot of people are just in the same shit not a lot of people are into this weird stuff and uh yeah except for you guys so since you guys are maybe just you know instead of saying spiritual like i did i said i'm spiritual throw something in there yeah, um, one of the biggest, like, in, like I guess tarot is pretty big. Um, so I guess maybe tarot, because that's a li- that's a little bit better than saying spiritual. But like, I feel like tarot in like zodiac and astrology that stuff, and there's nothing wrong with it, but it is so prevalent already that it's kind of just like oh that you know pfft, oh that. Like, uh, when people say they're, um, a witch, like, like, oh, I'm a witch. I'm like, okay. Like, does that just mean like you, you're still in your goth period or that you've had some like piece of shit boyfriends that you still hold on to hate towards, you know? Um, so that's my tip of this episode. Make yourself, put, put yourself out there. And uh, let your freak flags fly. I'm surprised I could say that with my stupid tongue. Anyways, I'm going to end this with a song by Death. And uh, the song is called Keep On Knocking."